Welcome to After Hours on, on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday evening. I'm Rick Kogan. It is a full show. I'm sitting here in studio with my 6 o'clock guest who wanted to see how this all works, Michael Clevenger, uh, my old friend. He's with Ragdale. I'm on the phone with two people I have admired for... I'm getting old. Uh, uh, Becky Menzi and Tom Michael are both on the phone. Uh they are a team, but they are also individually two of the most talented uh, musicians, cabaret artists in Chicago. How are you two? We're good, Hi. but if you're getting old, we're getting old too. So don't. Well, but that, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that, though, Becky. There's nothing wrong with getting old. You two. You two. I, and I'm so glad to have you for this entire hour. You are. It's been a collaboration for you two for more than 20 years, and it uh, culminates again June 30th in Reimagine the Beatles, a concert with an interesting man named Erwin Berkowitz on percussion at Ravinia's Martin Theater. First, I'd love to know from both of you, Tom and Becky, how's the pandemic treated you? Becky, you go first. (laughs) Well, we had... um, I was in Puerto Vallarta, and we had been in New York City and had several friends, you know, not be able to do their shows on Broadway because they had come down with the flu. Mm-hmm. And we went, then Irwin and I had a gig. I had a gig in, um, in Puerto Vallarta. We went to Puerto Vallarta, and when we got back, Chicago had shut down two days before. Wow. So early and March so of 2020. We were yeah. At, yeah, we were at Ravinia that season. Mm. That was Welts Kaufman's last season, and yep. we were booked for that season. And then, um, you know, we lost all of our major gigs. There were no clubs open. I pivoted and started doing arrangements for singers across the country. Mm. What, what were the singers across the country doing? I mean, they were, they were, they were locked down, too, were they not? I think they wanted to sing. And I had a, a, a man I didn't know incredibly well who knew my, the way I played piano, mm-hmm. and he said, Becky, there would be people who would pay to have a Becky Minzy arrangement, but they don't live in Chicago. Well, that's so, flattering. That's flattering. So I, I spent a lot of money in COVID in that first month or two and put in kind of an in-home recording studio and started doing that. Did you, you were also able to like rehearse with people on a, thing, on a system called Jam Kazam, and right. called Jam Kazam, yeah. Thank God for Jam Kazam because that really kept <laughs> kept you going, you know, and being able to work with people no matter how far they were away from you. Let me ask you that kind of remote. I, I hate, frankly, uh, Tom Michael and Becky Menzies. I I grew to hate Zoom. Just <laughs> could not stand it. Got so lonely for physical contact. Becky, was the the Mondays at Penarinos that must have stopped? Yes. Well, it stopped almost before Denise McGowan Tracy moved, and and Lettuce had been approached to sell that yeah. that particular restaurant. So we had a feeling that was coming even before, um, and it just wasn't Monday Night Live without Denise. In all honesty. And I miss that tremendously. The vivacious, always vivacious, <laughs> Denise McGowan. She and Ed moved to uh, to Michigan, did they not? Benton Harbor. Yeah. I hope they're doing well up there. Tom, what about for you? I, you two, when I've seen you, you two both get such incredible joy out of performing. And yeah, part of that... Well, for me, it's, you know, it's the collaboration. Yeah. Being part of a duo. I, I had tried many, many years ago 
doing a few cabaret shows and stuff alone, and I just didn't really enjoy it. And once I met Becky and the the art and the act of collaboration is what what I really enjoyed doing is where my heart lay. And uh, I just, I love to sing with her. I love playing off of each other. I love the two voices coming together as one. That's where my passion is. And so um, I really, really, I, I spent most of the pandemic in Palm Springs because uh, we have a house out there and which is really a wonderful place to be. In, I, I can especially imagine. Especially in yeah. the winter in the middle of a pandemic. But I miss the music so much, and I would come back and forth, you know, like during the summer and stuff, and we did a few shows actually on Zoom, you know, for different groups and stuff, and as grateful as I was just to be singing, it was just a really oh, hard to do that. Oh, I can, no, you too, oh, I can God. I can only imagine, because both of you are such a, a, a intimate performers, and I've seen you, you both, you, you so get energy from... The crowd around you, and oh, you, yeah. and and you feed off that, do you not? Both of, of you, yeah. Well, that's what I'm curious about the lawn seats oh, yeah. um, at Ravinia, because I think seeing us together and the way we interpret together are also just the fun that we have um, is such a part of the show. So I'm going to be curious about the people who bought lawn tickets, but uh, we're in the Martin's Theater. That's that's a different scene. That's a real kind of theater, but it's also not a cabaret, and people aren't, as I recall, the Martin Theater. They aren't drinking in there, and for me, drinking is such a huge, <laughs> such a huge and an essential part of the cabaret of, of the cabaret world, and I think it loosens people up. Take me back, if you will, because you're going to be on this entire uh, hour, and I'm really grateful to you for that. When you first met, Tom just alluded to, well, when he first met you and uh, the collaboration began, when was that? Becky, I'll I'll test both of your memories. Uh, Okay, I can tell you. Okay. I would say my my guesstimate is that that happened in 1988, which is the first year I moved to Chicago, because he had heard me play the first week I got here. I went to perform at an open mic called Boomla, and I know you remember that because you were my first Tribune quote <laughs> at Boomla at the Adams Family or something. And we um, <laughs> that was a great we, that was a nice uh, that was a great little club. It was a great club. You could drink there. And yes, you sounded better when you drank. But no, we played there, and he hired me to do a session for him. Well, yeah, <laughs> and we, it wasn't love at first sight for Becky. <laughs> Let me just say that. You're saying it, but but uh, elaborate for me, Tom. Well, I didn't really know much about music when I first started singing. I had, I performed, I think I've told you this before, in a group called Up With People, and that's yep. how I kind of got started. I never sang as a kid. wasn't my thing. And so I didn't really know that transposing in, what do you call it, Becky, a tritone, would be a, a hard thing. And so I just brought in all of these really hard transfers. Okay, let me interject for just for one second. Yeah. For a musician who for a solid hour is transposing up a tritone, it's kind of like me reading Mandarin. And it literally my head hurt I didn't know. I so really much. didn't know. And so at the end of that first hour, she was like, okay, well, it's been nice. <laughs> okay, see you later. Yeah, see you later. Uh, well, we're going to continue on with the uh, with the collaborative career of Becky Menzi and Tom Michael, who have uh, 
who have cut an amazing, I think, path in this city, in the cabaret scene and the theater scene. They'll be at the Martin Theater on June 30th doing a show called Reimagine the Beatles. You will hear a couple songs from them. And we'll continue on with the story after a, a, a short, short break. I am on the phone for this entire hour with two of the most talented uh, musicians to ever grace this city, rich in musicians, Tom Michael and Becky Menzi. We are going through their entire biography here, and we are at the point where uh, where Becky is not exactly uh, uh, intrigued by Michael, right, Becky? <laughs> You go ahead, Becky. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, Tom, it's very, it's a very self. Both of you, it's a very self-effacing first meeting. Yeah, I heard him. I listened to him for an hour well, and I, said, I, I, "I loved you, Becky." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? It it just it was a hard hard session. Yeah, and um, I just didn't. We were really different musicians mm-hmm. at that point. Um, I kind of prided myself on being organic and. And creativity, and Tom was a little more. I was more, disciplined. Um, I was more disciplined. A- anal. Tom was yeah, more yeah. anal, yeah. and uh, <laughs> and so we, um, you know, it. But we kind of found each other, and uh, then uh, I think we we did a, sh- a couple of shows with John Mahady together in sync. Which we oh were my not god, good old John! You're bringing back. <laughs> You're bringing back my entire, you know, cabaret uh, reviewing life. Yeah, good old John Mahady. I remember him well. Yeah. And, and, w- and musically, we we were different. Um, but Tom and I started singing duets together, and something happened where um, the audiences kind of started telling us, yeah. "Hey, you guys have something." You know, they would really respond when we would sing together. It, it just and then we sang at Town Hall in New York City. We were invited to be at the Donald Smith Cabaret Convention at Town Hall, and they put us on the closing number on the opening night. Really? Which normally is a star. Normally is Karen Mason or or Anne Hampton Calloway or Karen Akers or something like that. And they had us close, and we got a really amazing re- response. And we went back to our hotel room after a bunch of other events we did. Mm-hmm. And we said, do we want to try this and for a year and see if we could get work and we still invite, we still enjoy making music? And, and it's been really, it's been 22 years since that. How many? You must have done, uh, I'm not going to say hundreds, but it, perhaps it is hundreds of shows together, yes? Yeah, definitely yes. hundreds. Oh, at least. Yeah. Uh, what? What was it? It has to be. I mean, just hearing the two of you talk, my friend Michael Clevenger's sitting here saying these two really like each other. I, I, I think it's palpable. I think that's palpable. But musically, the, it, the foundation of your collaboration, you, is it as simple as, wow, we really like the same music? We really like to interpret music in this fashion? What, what is it? What's the secret here? Well, I think for me, we're just such good friends. First of all, you know, we really, I, I love hanging with Becky, just being with Becky. Some of my favorite times are long road trips where we can just talk and, and really just catch up and visit. And that, for me, brings us closer together, which also brings the music closer together. You know, it's, it's our time as friends and also the time as music, music partners both. 
bring us. And for, for me, the music, the interesting thing that happened is that while we started out really different um, as far as I love to be organic in the middle of a show, I learned the real value of finding the right choice mm-hmm. and and um, really deciding what is going to what is going to earn, take us on the journey together, and how can we be different than other duos? What do we bring to the plate on that? And I think Tom and I started out um, on a wide pendulum swing, being very different, and then we really grew from each other's strengths. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was exciting when we really started to delve into what we were going to identify us as, what made us different than many other national cabaret duos. I was noticing today, actually, at rehearsal, how if I just look out of the corner of my eye and I I see Becky swing her head one way, it's almost like a... I know where she's going, and I go right with her. All I there's so these minute little cues that she can give me. I know exactly where to go because I, we're so in sync and used to being together as performers. See, I have, I have often thought that musicians, singers, and musicians that there is an unspoken kind of language yeah, that that really goes is. on when. When they're playing, I will recall for you, since I can tell a story, and you're on for an hour. I'll never forget seeing a live taping of uh, Soundstage, and and Benny Goodman was on Soundstage, and all of a sudden, they introduced a young guitarist named George Benson. Oh, wow. And George Benson came out there, and you could tell that, that Benny Goodman had no idea who this guy was and was kind of put off that some young black guitar player was coming out there and you could see as Benson started to play uh, Goodman also started to play and you could see a relationship form musically and I, this was an, in a venue I, I was not drinking it was at a, it was at a TV <laughs> studio and I was just it was one of those one of those moments for me when you when you first began to do this how would you select your material would you just sit around and say look I really like Cole Porter or I really like uh, you know Irving Berlin how how did you make your selections they part of it must have been well you're really good at singing this yes it's still a little bit that mm-hmm. in the fact that Tom, we know what Tom's strength is. Tom can um, take, he has a gorgeous voice. Indeed. And that voice, um, especially on recording, is is really just stunning. And I would say my strengths are I can fire you up or make you cry. <laughs> I think that I will take you on a lyric journey, which is kind of what happens a little bit in the Beatles show. We do, we reimagine uh-huh. the Beatles. And um, so that what happens is there's a lot of variety in that, but we've also gotten better at the what the other is good at. And um, and it is an unspoken language, but I think it comes, we used to before COVID, we used to rehearse Two to three times a week. Really? Every week. Yeah. I would say I would say forty two weeks out of fifty two. Wow. Wow. And so well, we it... never got lazy. We all we decided to create a new show every year so that audiences never heard the same song over and over. And um, we we put work because the work was fun <laughs> and and also because we valued our audience. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so we yeah. put that into that. 
Well, that's always been kind of palpable. Wherever either of you have uh, have played, your attention to that audience is is palpable. As I said, uh, this Beatles. I have you were nice enough to send two cuts, two selections from the show. Uh, what is it? We're all the roughly. I'm older still. Uh, roughly the same generation, and obviously the Beatles are the Beatles, and I'm. I almost had a heart attack when Paul McCartney turned 80. Uh, but besides that, and their music has been interpreted by all manner of performers. Yeah. Was it obvious to you? I mean, was it at one point saying, God, we should reimagine the Beatles? Becky always wanted to do a Beatles show. Really? Oh, for years and years and years. She just said, come on. And I wasn't up for it. Uh, you know why? Why? Just tell him. You have to tell him why. Why? <laughs> well, I mean, when I was a kid, I just I did not like to listen to the Beatles. I was into show music and everything. I just had it in my. They scared me. First of all, the music <laughs> scared me. I thought that if you listened to the Beatles, it just like automatically meant you were addicted to LSD or something. I don't know. <laughs> it tells you everything you need to know about it. Does. It really yeah, that does. tells me. It's, that tells me plenty. I'll tell you that, Becky. I just it wasn't my thing and. Finally, about three years ago or four years ago, I said, okay, let's do it. Let's just do it and see what happens. And, oh, my God. And then we got Ravinia and COVID hit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will, tell, I will show you if you, you two be kind enough to, to sit through the news. Uh, we'll come back, and uh, in the next half hour, I'll play two songs from this Reimagine the Beatles show that the Tom... Michael and Becky Menzi will be performing on the 30th in the uh, Ravinia's Martin, Martin Theater. You can go to ravinia.org, you can go to tommichael.net, and you can go to beckymenzi.com. And you should go to all three of those sites because you, you, you both have wonderful sites. We shall return and you will hear music. Welcome back. Rick Kogan and After Hours is the name of the show. And Tom Michael and Becky Menzi are my guests, and they will be uh, performing June 30th. Their show is titled Reimagine the Beatles. It is a concert, but it's also a show. A concert doesn't right do it, because you, you two do work off and feed off the audience. I think that will be possible at Ravinia's Martin Theater. Will it not? Yes, yes, totally. Now, our big dance number we're not doing, and that's a joke. <laughs> you can't hear the sarcasm in my... In I can my... hear it. No, I can hear it. I can hear it. Now, Tom was afraid of the Beatles because he thought if he listened to the Beatles, he'd start taking LSD or... or, or <laughs> I mean, not, not I know, I know. But, I'm, <laughs> but they, it was intim- they, they, in, yeah, intimidating, they, Tom, or what? I just didn't get it. Yeah. You know, I, I was into listening to more show show sure. albums sure. or light pop music, the the Motown sound, that kind of thing. And the Beatles just, I don't know, they were a little hard edge for me. And I can remember uh, hearing the song Maxwell Silver Hammer and thinking, oh, my God, this is about a murderer. It's what are these people think? <laughs> and <laughs> I, of course, love that. Thing. Becky, how I did know. you... How did you finally, finally win him over? You've been wanting to do a Beatles show for for some time. How did you win him over? Well, we created, because we were doing a little more, you know, we we did start off doing a lot of Broadway, because I think that's what Tom liked. But I loved Carole King, too. I was a Mm pop-ite. And um, my my husband, Irwin, who is our percussionist, he 
Ringo Starr is the reason he became a drummer. Wow. And wow. he would talk about them. And so I would bring in an idea, a different Beatles song. And then we had one in our, our list, and he kind of liked that. Mm-hmm. And then I would try another one. And then we, the one of the songs that you're going to hear tonight, I think was the third, which is Blackbird. And um, we kind of wanted to take it from um, the element of of Strawberry Fields and maybe uh, about maybe arising in a different way. Um, I think the song was actually written by, written um, almost with more of a bent about being open-hearted racially. Uh. And um, But we came from a different uh, tactic. Uh, we really took it from the assassination um, of, of, you know, John Lennon and, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. and, and the kind of changes you make and, you know, you lived and you lived fast and furious and that kind of thing. These are... And when we, we loved that so much, then Tommy went, well, maybe we could do a Beatles show. And there was no, the minute he said maybe, <laughs> uh, I went like, cow, it's like all of a sudden I am in the Indy 500, and I went, okay, boom. <laughs> well, let, uh, all right, this is perfect timing. Let's hear, thanks to Chris Engineer and Krista Flores, let's hear that. These are all your arrangements, Becky, yes? Yes. Uh, this is Strawberry Fields Forever. And Blackbird as one. How do you say that? As one song or as? Well, it's, it, it, Strawberry Fields really is to set the mood for it. Just the song is really Blackbird, but we use Strawberry Fields under dialogue to have the audience join us on the journey we want to take. Oh, how nice! Here you go, audience. Uh, if you can't go June thirtieth, you're getting a real taste of it right now. Boy, you two, that is just spine-tinglingly beautiful. It really, so really much. is. Thank you. How do you like listening to yourselves? Well, I'm <laughs> listening to myself on a rather old landline phone. <laughs> <laughs> and I sound terrible on a landline phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? I used to be harder for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, wow. Uh, we have to take another break, and then we'll finish off. And I'm really grateful to you for spending this whole hour. You will hear another song, you, uh, you, uh, Becky Menzi and Tom Michael, and you listeners out there. So please stay tuned. We'll play another song and, and, and talk a little bit more about, about this uh, June 30th uh, performance at Ravinia. Welcome back. Uh, a few more minutes with Becky Menzi and Tom Michael, who are performing collaborating after they've been doing it for more than two decades they're collaborating again at Ravinia in the martin theater their show is reimagining the beatles there are 30 songs that are part of this show are they not yeah, well they're spiced in there there are you may not hear you may hear a hint of you've got to hide your love away mm-hmm um, uh, or uh, you may hear what well, little you heard of Strawberry Fields Forever, but you're going to hear, uh, and uh, you're going to hear over over thirty, right around thirty songs that are in the show. Well, they're going to hear, but two, not full songs. They're going to hear two more in about two minutes. I'm very grateful to you two hanging on the phone 
for this entire hour. You know how fond I am of you, and we uh, adore you. We're, well, we you always you. enjoy. Hey, you we're part of the, we're part of the strange cabaret scene. How can we not? <laughs> if we don't adore each other, we're lost. We're lost. And uh, <laughs> Becky's wonderful husband, Erwin Berkowitz, will be on percussion. Inspired. This is a great thing to know. Inspired by Ringo Starr, the young Irwin saw Ringo Starr play the drums and said, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. Uh, Tom can be found at Tom Michael, T-O-M-M-I-C-H-A-L-E dot net. Becky can be found at B-E-C-K-I-E-M-E-N-Z-I-E. And you can also go to Ravinia.org. you too. I hope I can get up there and see this. My, Thank you. My life's a nightmare, but uh, <laughs> I don't get to do. I don't get to do a lot of things I really would like to do. I have too many responsibilities. But knock them dead, knock them dead. Will you please? Yes, we, sure we will. will. 